What's up, Passionate DJs? A couple of quick things before we get started with episode 195. First thing is, the guys and I are trying to boost our Instagram account numbers. We're trying to get up to 10,000 followers. Uh, we've got a little ways to go. So if you've been listening to the show for a long time, uh, you've never followed us on Instagram, we'd appreciate it if you would take the time to do that now. Go follow us at Instagram.com slash Passionate DJ. Uh, if you already follow us there, maybe just uh, go comment on some things or something. Just show us a little love and uh, let's get that, uh, you know, those positive vibes going over on the Instagram account and uh, get those numbers up. Uh, you know, we've noticed that our social following is kind of scattered across various networks, and so uh, we're trying to uh, get everybody over there as well because we post things on Instagram that we don't post in other places. So go check us out there on Instagram. Also, uh, today's episode is about our home studios, me and the guys, and so we're going to be telling you a little bit about like some recent changes that we've made and why we've made them for various reasons, uh, you know, better workflow and, and so on. And so we've put together a, or we're about to put together a companion video uh, on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash passionate DJ, that will go along with this episode of the podcast, uh, where we'll be doing sort of little mini tours and talking about our home setups and the changes that we've made recently. So you'll be able to see firsthand uh, why we did the things that we did and uh, talk about it. So go check us out on YouTube. Uh, that'll probably land about a week after uh, the Monday after this episode lands. So tomorrow is the 24th. So give me another week after that and I'll put the video together. I hope you enjoy. And uh, now, now on with the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael, and this is a crew show. We're all here. What's up, fellas? What up? How you doing? And not only that, we're recording in uh, Passionate DJ Studio South, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, it's been, what? Like, it's a little warmer down More south. than yeah. maybe two years since we recorded Probably. the show in this room? Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Probably don't recognize it. Yeah, it looks, it looks a lot yeah. different, which, yeah, kind of brings us here today, so... Yeah. Yeah, we're we're talking about. It seems like we've all been kind of making changes to our like personal setups and our rooms and mm -hmm. our desks and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, we we all didn't just decide like we want to mess things up. Like we all did this for a reason, right? So I I was kind of starting. Well, my reasons are probably different than the reasons you guys changed your stuff up. And well, maybe we should just record an episode on this. Yeah. And so that that brings us to today. Cool. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I I will say, sitting in this room, uh, Mr. Turlington, I really like this new setup. It just it feels like the room is twice as big as the last time I was in here. Yeah, yeah. That it's, was. Eh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I would much rather have a room that is literally twice as big for more toys and such. But nah. um, you know, that was that was one of the the main reasons for it. Like, well, it was a secondary main reason. Like, I have a primary primary reason, but uh, that was a uh, definitely one of them. Um, yeah, before I had uh, some different furniture in here, so like just changing the furniture, changing mm -hmm. the layout, uh, flow of the room, all of that stuff. So, that desk yeah. makes a huge difference, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it, the, when we get to that, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound so absolutely ludicrous and stupid, but like there's, there was a whole reason I went with this setup very specifically. So so a large part of your changes were revolved around like trying to, to be more efficient, make more efficient use of the space. Efficient use of the space, comfort, and uh, and to change up the chi of the room. 
uh, mm. for lack of a better term or or whatever, because like feng shui, it's something. Because basically, what it what it boiled down to is that for four years, this has been both a um, a creative space and a uh, workspace, mm. and like, like real work. Yeah, yeah. and um, the more that it fell on the work side of the spectrum, especially with school and everything, the less it felt like a creative space. So mm. you know, getting to that, that like creative energy of the room, I just I felt like I needed to like just throw a grenade at the feet and blow the whole thing up and and reimagine you know some sort of a, a different workflow but without like totally throwing everything out and throwing down walls and but <laughs> although like we did discuss that we did discuss <laughs> it <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong but you didn't get a lot of, other than the desk you didn't get a lot of new things right you just kind of changed the way you're using it uh yeah for the most part so um yeah definitely the desk has all been changed uh, like I, I had a what it what most people would consider a producer style desk uh multiple tiers yeah. um you know had little built-in racks exactly all that stuff yeah so um i had that sexy though oh yeah yeah. i I used it for years it's still down in the basement you know so anybody who who if you're in the market for a producer desk (laughs) give me a shout at turlington j3 at no anyway so um good vibes included right (laughs) um so i love that desk it was a great desk but it, it just the problem with it was is it's a deep desk you know so um coming off of the wall and the way that i the furniture that i had in here though i mean it literally came out to where you are now and then by the time you add a chair and i mean you guys remember being in yeah. here i mean mm-hmm. that desk i mean it just it, yeah it just jutted out it there, was thick so. yeah well and you said something about uh the, the workspace and the creative space being mm-hmm. in the in the same area and i struggle with that too i have the same problem but i think that there's something to be said too about like the the room if you feel like the room is closing in on you either because you, the way you've placed the furniture or you have all your work clutter in there and stuff like it's hard for me to get into a creative oh, space yeah. if there's shit everywhere yep. i just can't mm. do it even if it's furniture like if it's right here i'm like i need i don't know why i need all this space <laughs> <laughs> to like plink something out on a keyboard or whatever but i do it's just right. it's like a mental block i don't know yeah i think um, that's big yeah for sure and, and that so all of that was you know that was number one and i had literally been looking for probably uh a year and a half two years like what am i gonna do uh for a new desk what you know and and i went through all kinds of different options i looked at more studio desks uh there were a couple of them that were just so super sexy but like it really didn't buy me anything Mm -hmm. like it looked neater and it would have been more functional in that um from from the workflow yeah aspect, well yeah. mostly because like this one that i was specifically looking at i can't remember the name off the top of my head um uh i'll make sure i get it to you so we can put it in show notes but because it's a it really is a gorgeous desk and it was it'll set you back like maybe 800 bucks with uh you know depending on your finish and stuff mm-hmm. like that but one of the challenges I had with my previous desk is that it had a slide slide out keyboard tray that would have fit an 88 key MIDI keyboard mm-hmm. as long as it was this thin. <laughs> like, so one of so those like one roll out roll ones. Up, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. So like literally like I, I've got the um, uh, uh, Native Instruments Complete S49 Mark II. Um, that thing's so hot. Oh <laughs> well, my god. I got the, so hot right The black now. keys. Mine's yeah. all murdered out. Um, but uh, so um 
and I love this keyboard, but the only place I could put it was on the tabletop tier. I couldn't put mm-hmm. it on the actual keyboard because it was literally like just half a, a an smidge inch. Too, yeah, just yeah. a half an inch. So what I did is I went and I got like some um, strips of wood that were about a half inch and then drilled those in and then tried to so basically tried create to, some space. Yeah, yeah, to you know, give it a wedge and bring it down just a little bit, but <laughs> Oh man, it, it like it, and that got me even closer. So then that just made me even more pissed off about it mm-hmm. because I was so close, <laughs> but I didn't actually get it. You know, they say measure twice, cut, cut once, once, and yeah. I was like, ah, "Nah, screw that! I got time for that." Ain't, got no, ain't nobody got time for that. Ah, I balled it. It's close. <laughs> so, uh, but um, so then I put I put everything back the way that it was, and just so got frustrated, and then okay, I'm going to figure out how I want to do this. So what about you, Tony? Like, and, and I guess how far back should we go on yours? Because really, you kind of started this off by moving to get, your, yeah. all your stuff to where it is I, now. So we have you to blame for this shit. This is your I totally didn't re- uh, appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Let Tony. Let me forewarn so. you, you will never be happy. Oh, that's true. That's out of yeah. I'm about, probably here in a couple of years. You're yeah. gonna switch it up again. Oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty yeah. twenty something years and DJing and uh, less than that, it's, but you know, equally, uh, you know, uh, long in the tooth when it comes to producing. Mm-hmm. I can definitely vouch for that. Yeah, <laughs> but I know you, you made a, a pretty smart move, no matter what, because you went. I mean, you you at least what tripled the amount of room that you had. Oh yeah, and, and it's where you wanted to spend all your time, mm-hmm. right? So I. I what kind of prompted that move, and why'd you put it where you did? Um, well, at first it was upstairs in just like a bedroom, um, and it was strictly used for that. But then I moved it downstairs because, well, for for the longest time, my desk was actually in a like in a cove, so it was like almost a a, a natural um, base bend, mm-hmm. you know, where I had the monitors and. It fit, the desk fit perfectly there, and everything was great, but where my setup was, I just wasn't feeling it, and then I did the green screen and moved this shelf right in the middle of my living room, and, you know, my couch is huge, it's it's really deep, and it's just all the room, I just kept feeling cluttered and cluttered, so finally, because I didn't, realistically, I didn't want to put anything in front of my picture window. Mm. You know, because yeah, I can totally appreciate why. Yeah. It's a nice, nice window. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. So, I never wanted to put anything. I put the I put my decks in front of it because it only came up, you know, yay high. I still had a huge picture window, but then I moved my desk over and I moved this into that little cove and it fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, but I'm still at the point where I want to move everything else and get my wires right and mm. do all that. But well, because you're, you're doing a lot of, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about, but you're doing a lot of experimenting with uh, your setup as well and like mm-hmm. setting up cameras and messing with all that. Yes. So it, I think that the place that you put it mm-hmm. kind of, it really helps with that because um, going back to the space thing, like the hardest thing about recording video is like being able to get an angle where you get everything you want to get, but it's in the right place and the lighting is right and stuff. And yeah. if the room is really small, it's just really hard to do that. Yes, it and is. And so the the space that you're in, you, and you've got like what twelve foot ceilings or fourteen fourteen foot ceilings or something. It's a beautiful room. Yeah. And so I just I, I really like the the way you've got it set up now because it's you've got your DJ stuff and your production stuff all together mm-hmm. now and you're kind of set up to do you know some recording and yeah. and streaming hopefully in the future. So. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And Mo, what's your Twitch handle again? <laughs> <laughs> that's most favorite question. Yeah, <laughs> got, got to promote my dude. That's man. right. That's right. <laughs> you just want to hear me say it yeah. all the time. 
They love the D. They love the D. <laughs> That's so clever, man. I like it. So, Mo, you actually you had to get crafty, didn't you? You, you did some, some building. Yeah, or a some, little bit of some building. modifying. Yeah, well, for me, it was a matter of my son moved out because uh, he's in college now. One of my three boys. And he just arbitrarily had the largest room in the house. Mm. And I was like in this Harry Potter closet up in the, <laughs> up on the second floor. And gotta love Cape Cods, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was like, you know, I'm six, two on a good day and like it's shaped like a triangle. And so like I, I'd go to stand up and I'd hit my head on one of the angles and, and it was really hard to put like stuff on the walls. Cause you know, with all the stuff I do with the nonprofit for the fitness stuff, like I have everything written out and I have all these calendars. So when I was writing stuff, I'm kind of like having to angle back and everything is really, really soup sandwich up there. Um, but the, and, and also because the house was built in 1939, like everything is brick and mortar. So yeah. I get, shit for signal up there so i have to have a my wi-fi router has to be like aimed up the stairs and as soon as you go to the left or the right of the doorway like you, the signal drops off so i had to have a booster just in the office yep, I've yeah got, i've got the signal extenders all over yeah the place. yeah for a house that's only like you know 1500 square feet i got like two boosters in my house just because it's i finally know, invested in a, a mesh wi-fi mesh that, that's, what I, that's yeah. what I have yeah, yeah. and so one was that uh, my wife insisted that I get out of that office as soon as our son moved out. And the other thing is she wanted me to combine all my DJ stuff and my office uh, for the sake of just uh, not dying as I carry speakers up and down into the basement. Because mm. uh, for all my mobile stuff, like I kept all my stuff in the basement. She didn't like keeping it in the basement because uh, yeah. she's from the Midwest and she's had flooded basements and yep. I've never lived with the basement. So. I never understood her fear. Lost many of records. Mm. Yeah. And then hearing yeah. you guys talk about all that stuff. So I was like, okay, there's some merit to that. I lost passionate stu DJ studios version 1.0 <laughs> to a flint. <laughs> so, uh, it was, it was that. So you know, our son, my son moving out, uh, me having the opportunity to combine those two, uh, parts of my life together, but also like trip was saying, I didn't want to have it. So that way, I mean, it is my workspace cause I work from home, but I have it kind of, sectioned off into my creative space too right. and they all kind of like skip over each other so that way like there's really three parts of the room so i have my 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 work desk which is in the middle got a good deal on one of those desks that like stands up and mm -hmm. all stuff so it's really cool yeah. because i have a big window in front of me so this well not right now but like during the summer and spring like when i first moved in there like i could stand up and look out the window past my monitors and it's kind of amazing what a nice view oh, <laughs> will yeah. do you I, know, I in your workspace. So for, for people who don't already know this and haven't been on the <laughs> uh, following the podcast all these years. So Mo and I are actually neighbors. Yeah. Like we're looking out one window here and we can actually look into his, his yeah. studio. We're going to shoot footage of his studio just from over here. It's <laughs> feeling lazy. <laughs> Got the zoom lens. So, um, but I can attest to yeah. that. I can vouch for that because when we moved in here and I immediately said, this is going My to office. be the, yeah, this will be the studio. Yeah. And that's where the decks are going. Yeah. And I'm pointing at a window right now that like literally looks back on um on the pastures where all the horses yeah. are yeah, yeah so so luckily there's two windows in there so like my desk is in front of a window and my dj stuff is in, in front of the other window facing turlington studios so that way <laughs> that way I, I can get motivated like when i when i don't want to do it i look over there you know, he's over there working harder than i am yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I usually fall asleep right here about 10 30 11 <laughs> but, but the you know it was it was good to be able to combine 
well, you know, not having to go to the basement every time I have a gig. So now I can just take it straight out, you know, the front door. Cause I'll usually back up my, my van up to the front door and just load everything in there. So, uh, carrying that 18 inch or 18 inch sub up and down those stairs mm. was kind of a, yeah kind of a chore at times, but, sure. um, uh, it's, you know, more, it sounds like all of us were in a cluttered situation yeah and that's kind of what prompted all this. And so like, for me, I just have a lot of room for activities now. Mine might be the only one that wasn't that because my... Yours was a the, safety hazard, wasn't it? Which part? The... The fire? No, 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 no. The... <laughs> uh, the uh, what was it? You, you had to reinforce the... Um, oh, the, your, oh, your the, shelf. the record shelves. The right? record shelves, yeah. Uh, so that, that wasn't too bad. It was just... So the uh, Bill, who's our, uh, our contractor builder guy... Right. Uh, who is responsible? Him and me are the ones who who built the room out and right. stuff. And so he he comes over every now and then to work on stuff. And he was looking at it one day, and he just he started to notice that kind of the the little like the plus sign right. part in there. Yep, that was all kind of separating, and you were starting to see the pegs yep. a little bit mm. yep. that held them that IKEA collapse furniture together. Mm-hmm. And so shout he, out to IKEA. Yeah, yeah. So when we <laughs> they, built the official furniture, <laughs> of passionate, passionate DJ. Yeah, yeah. They're, making, they're making some money <laughs> off the DJ. Off the four of us, yeah. for, for sure. But uh, so when we built the room, we reinforced that wall mm-hmm. really heavily, right? Because for that I, I knew for that, that purpose, yeah, right? heavy ass records are going here. So yeah. we knew that, but the shelf itself was getting a little wonky. Gotcha. So um, he just he put some angle iron on the bottom mm-hmm. and you know some wood glue and blah 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 whatever and straightened right. it out. It looks great now, but. So. Uh, to, for for anybody who is using the Calyx uh, shelving from IKEA, if you're running into that problem because th- there's a bunch of DJ hacks out there mm-hmm. um, for IKEA furniture, and um, so where um, w- what I'm using is uh, I forget the name of the feet, but they're like four inch metal feet that I you know you and put, they're adjustable too. Yeah, they're right? adjustable. Yeah. So um, so I've got one on each corner of each of my calyx shelves, but if you've got the eight cubes, so two by four, um, then that gets a four inches up off the ground so that it's easier to use, um, DJ equipment, but you'll, if you put some records on, you get, get that, that smile. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is taking a uh, four by four and, uh, just planing it. Uh, you know, ripping one side of it to where nice. I could fit, you know, one piece underneath there so that it it, it rests on the there weight. and then mm-hmm. it holds the weight in the middle and then adjusting the feet to, you know, mm. uh, support the, the, the two sides. And I haven't I had like any it. problems since then. The only thing that um, I do still want to do with that is um, I want to paint those like either black or this espresso color so that, you know, when you when you walk in, you don't see, oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a ripped four by four down there. Right. <laughs> Josh so. came over. He did almost the same thing for me. He put blocks on each corner. Yeah. Like. Uh, probably like four by four blocks. Yep. But then what we did is we wrapped them in a black velour. Oh, cool. So when they're on the wood floor, I can just you push slide. it. You slide. Yeah, slides. that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, and I guess I should explain for new or audio listeners, the um, I have the two by four Kallax shelves, and they're all full of records, but they're it's literally mounted to the wall, which is not what you're supposed to do with it. That's right. just that's what I did. Yeah. Um, they're mountable to the wall, but they're not meant to hold records. So that was yep. that's where that comes in. So. And, and I went with the Kallax, but I went with the five by five. Oh, nice. So, so you're sitting on by it. five. Yeah, mine's wow. sitting up against the wall, and I okay. have like records and like some of my military stuff and some just things that need to be stored. Yeah. Tell you what's in the other room. Got it's a five by five. Yeah. 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 It used I to be it was bigger. No, it's a five by five, it? but it's um, it used to be all records. 
like all records mm, and then right. <laughs> the thing started coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm only using the bottom two for records like, and the rest is like a candle like, here a little figurine here I'm, I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> and it was it went through two moves I think yeah and Ikea is not like once it's built it's yeah, not it's just not keep it at the quality, house something yeah. that big <laughs> just, yeah. just just yeah. leave it for just the next owners yeah. 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 <laughs> now but mine so my room is is plenty big I've got as much room as I need in there so it wasn't so much that it was I had a lot of ergonomic issues hmm. in there so like it was I have back issues and neck problems and bad posture and, and whatever. And so, you know, one thing was I have a, a corner desk as well. And I was staring at, at dual monitors kind of like you got here. But I, I was staring right at the middle of the two monitors, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I'm looking at my main monitor, I'm looking like one to two inches to the left. And my other monitor is one to two inches to the right. And that's all it takes for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a headache all day, you know, neck starts hurting, got to stop working, got to go take Tylenol, whatever, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. And so I was like, I, I was like, screw all this. I'm done with this. But I'm also not willing to go down to one monitor. I've, just, I've been a multi-screen right. user for that, that, since I was a teenager. That's just crazy talk right there. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I said, well, if I'm not going to do two, I'll do three. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I put one main screen there in the corner, and then I've got two like in kind of off on the side. And they're kind of more like, these are my auxiliary monitors that when I need space to put shit, I'll just toss them over here. Okay. Snap a spreadsheet over there or whatever. But when I'm playing a game or I'm working on a song or I'm whatever, I'm using this screen over here and that little change has made a world of difference for me yeah when when you're talking about the headaches uh i started to notice that because in my military job like i was looking at screens a lot but now i'm looking at screens like the entire day Mm. i got some of those uh, glasses with the The blue blue blocker blue Mm -hmm. like literally filter filter stuff yeah made a world difference really yeah interesting because uh my uh, my wife actually found it in uh like a fitness article or something and talking about exposure to all that blue light you know keeps your brain yeah. going right and um she was having problems getting to bed at night so she st- she just bought like a pair off of amazon for like 20 bucks you know they're not prescription they look like regular glasses but it's got the filter in it and she and once she started wearing those she started noticing it was easier for her to get to sleep and like i get you know some of those screen headaches so then i bought a pair and started wearing them and i noticed immediately like within a day or two like Oh shit! This is making a huge difference. So, nice. hmm. I actually just went to the optometrist a couple of weeks ago, and I actually had them specifically put that filter on my uh, my readers uh, and my distance vision glasses. So when I get those, I'll report back. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if that if that helps. I use like the um, like all the Apple devices have like their warm mode yeah. or uh-huh. whatever yeah, that it same. switches to, and I usually just leave it on anymore. I'm so Apple now. You are so Apple <laughs> now. It's been like, oh. what? Three years, four years now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like victory. <laughs> it, it was excellent. That, that was, the was... irony of that is now I'm using my Windows machine more now because I I can stand to sit at my desk <laughs> instead of my MacBook. Right. So um, I mean, to your point there, though, uh, that was one of the things for me. That's I I, I took a similar approach uh, to my redesign, um, but to make it closer to my workstation. I, I remember you talking about that, but, but, but like that, that makes sense why no, you did it. That, that, but that's like the, that's like the antithesis to like having a home office or, or no, like to, you know, boost up like your creative energy, you know, you don't just to make it more like your office. more like work. Right. No, that that's not, that's not, I've right? totally just given in on, I've lost that battle already. I feel like my, the space that I'm in is, is already a workspace for me and mm-hmm. my wife. 
right. in my creative space and I'm like this room is too ideal for me I'm just going to deal with it right right <laughs> you know what I mean it's one, like and you know it's it's one of those things like when you have a shared space like that which is it really unusual to have like a music studio in a, a shared area like that right right um especially where I'm you know that's where I record videos and everything out yeah. there you know um but my my wife's real cool about that if i'm like hey you guys are coming over we're gonna have the room from six on she's like okay right and then that's it so it's hi stacy not a, yeah <laughs> say, hi wife if you, if you need a house you know and then my yeah. Valley oh, yeah. area <laughs> stacy team stacy at daytonhometeam.com if you're moving to the area but um what you're talking we, about like combating that creative space like where you what i did is i like I said, I physically have three areas. So like the first one is my iMac on like a big stand up desk. Um, then I got one of those like studio chairs so I can either sit down or I stand up and, yep. and do like my, um, for the one more podcast, like I'll edit there and I'll edit like videos that I'm starting to try and make. Then the other desk, the middle one, that's like my, my work computer. I do have, a uh, my, my MacBook uh, hooked up to that for my DJ stuff and I'll, I'll, I'll use it every on occasion. Then like, if you, you know, at a right angle, that's where all my DJ stuff is set up there. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, almost three separate work areas for different parts of my brain. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I can get away with it too, is because I, even though it's in the same room, like I have different areas mm -hmm. for these the room, tasks. Yeah. Like when I'm, when I'm working on something that's not, you know, this stuff, I'm usually like way ass on the other end of the room where the bar is mm -hmm. and I sit there and I've got a, you know, a dual monitor thing going on there with my laptop too. So, mm -hmm. and I just work over there and mentally it's a, it's a different thing when I'm over there doing that yeah. than when I'm on the other side of the DJ booth, which is kind of corralled a little bit. That's um, kind of how I, how this, I mean, it, the only difference is, is that the only place I have to put a computer, whether it's my, you know, uh, uh, creative or work it, it all has to go right here but that's just a limitation of the room but um yeah i mean this was always intended to be the dj's uh the dj booth um you know because of that view i mean that view is just yeah. amazing yeah, you, have, you have to capitalize on that yeah it's hard yeah. it's hard to beat that and it's but funny it, that we, we had the same backyard but like the view is so different from just his from window versus yeah. my window yeah. yeah but um but over here so like one of the biggest things that um like when I when I was trying to explain to my wife how I was going to do this, and she's like, "This this right here is where she didn't get it. She didn't think that this made sense until after she saw everything." This is what uh, the oh yeah sorry <laughs> we're doing audio and video. Um, so um, so it's a corner desk, and looking into the corner, I've got uh, just a couple of. Um, uh, 23 inch screens and then to the right of that is about a 40 inch extension off of that and um, that contains my uh, my s49 and then I've got a uh, core a micro Korg on a uh, on a keyboard stand hovering over it yeah, it's so like a large capital L shape yeah, in the corner yeah, yeah. so um, what what she didn't understand was so before and with that studio desk that I had before, you know, the keyboards in front of you, the screens in front of you. So everything's in front of you and you mm -hmm. can, you know, so you look at what you're doing there and there. What I what she failed to understand is with the with the S forty nine, all of the Mark twos in the in the native instrument series, they've got um, two big LCD screens. So you can do all of your like sound mm. editing. You can do all of, you mm. can, you can do uh, sample selection. You can do all of this, everything you need to do. You can do from that unit 
And if you use Ableton Logic or, you know, whatever, uh, all the major DAWs, I think it supports. Uh, but then there's a mixer function. So you can actually push a button and it will take you to a mixer and it will control Ableton Live. And you from can, there. yeah, from hmm. there. So all I have to do is like come over here, pull out a stool, and then I can actually get myself in the zone with this without staring at a screen. Uh-huh. That's so funny because I did almost the same thing with different native instruments gear yeah for the same reason like uh, so my my keyboard's not quite as fancy as yours it you've got a have mark like, one yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's got like it's got feedback like visual feedback but it's not like high res like right. whatever 300 something pixel screen but um the my machine studio is right and so it, where it was sitting i couldn't put a laptop there and that was driving me crazy that if i needed to put you know what if i want to put something from here onto here and it's just handy to have it right next to me and yep. so i was like well the same thing with the machine studio it's got a built-in mixer with the screens and as i can switch modes and i can do everything it's kind of it gets you laser focused on what you're doing on that piece right of hardware of right it, then yeah. and you don't have to look at the screen at all it's like the control s8 with djing it's the same kind of concept you don't have to look at the screen if you don't want to right and so i i took it and i moved it <laughs> mine's also sh- shaped like a large capital l mm-hmm. and so i moved it way over on the other end because i'm like if i'm over here it doesn't matter i'm i'm doing this right now mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm finger drumming or whatever i'm doing so yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of funny. That's the for me like that. So this whole like kind of setup. So it, because I treat DJing and producing very differently. So when I'm in this zone, then I'm over here. When I'm producing, you know, if I'm looking at the screens and I'm doing something, you know, inherently that it belongs in Ableton. Okay, fine. And if I'm getting real technical or tweaking or doing any of that kind of stuff, you know, then it makes sense for me to be in that mode. Um, looking at the screen and, and using a keyboard and mouse. But um, as I'm like playing around more with teaching myself, you know, more about uh, piano or keyboarding and uh, really kind of playing around with synthesis and, and really dialing into like settings of the synthesizers and, and really playing with that stuff, you know, it's a, it's a different tactile feeling. Mm. Uh, and it gets you in a, in a different headspace when you're actually playing with the gear rather than tweaking settings on a computer. It's like using hardware, even though it's it's n- not. not. Well, I mean, I one mean, of them is, but uh, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, it, it it's just been uh, that was the intent behind it, and so far, um, it's been pretty good. I, I've I've had a good experience with it. So, uh, do you see that I had the uh, the bars in the DJ booth refinished? I did like the inside so, wall. So yeah. Not, it, so the uh, Bill, the guy I was talking about earlier, yeah. he we, we had been talking about it for a long time, and I was like, I think I'm ready to do this. I like <laughs> I'd like it to look a little better on camera, and it's you know it's really it's hard to keep clean, and you know it's just it's been in here like this for years. I, I want to do something with it, but I you know I don't have a big budget to do it, and and he was like, yeah, and he's real good about working with me on that stuff, just because we're we're friends, and he knows I'm, I can at least hold a hammer and things, you know. And so uh, what what he did was basically just like created a, an oak veneer that went over the, the okay. front um, in mm. sheets right. and then he stained it 
That's and awesome. Yeah, it looks all. It looks like yeah. way more high end now, even though it's not at all. Yeah. It's like you <laughs> the know, pictures looked amazing. Like fifty yeah. bucks in materials, and right. you know, a couple <laughs> well, of days of time. You he know, knows but, what he's doing though, and that's the and yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you get the the homie hookup too. But, yeah, right. But um, then the, the lighting that you know you were, we were Facetiming the other day, and you should do all the yeah, I put LED some, lighting, put some LED light strips yeah. around and the stuff whole on there. Sp- workspace too, mm-hmm. though. Well, and, and the but, your video game space and everything. But it wasn't entirely. For aesthetic reasons, though, because uh, so the what people don't usually see on the other side of the the DJ booth is it was just like nasty open plywood ribs, and it collected dust and dirt and pet hair, and it was just it was kind of gross back there, and it always bothered me. But it's like the only person, the only people that ever saw it was us, us. the four of us, you know. And but I was like, the the more time I spend out there, the more is bugging me that I had to see it. Right? <laughs> were, were you just sitting so there I, staring at it like, do something? And on top of that, it, the other side of it was is cable management. I had a cable yeah. management problem, yeah. and so I was like, I'm going to. But solve that, that's the inherent challenge when having a studio is big mm-hmm. is yours is you know yeah so i, I was like i'm gonna solve both of these problems at once so he closed in all those ribs it's all like nice and smooth back there yeah, now and you have those uh the all the outlets back there and everything yeah, it, with plates and they're yeah. all nice and then i i took um along the inside of the so if you've never watched the uh the youtube version of the podcast before um it's like a big curved bar like a like a big piece of macaroni it's that kind of shape and uh so the um, you got it from a bank or something? No, I I got it from uh, our friends Mary uh, Catherine, Mary Catherine. Yeah. Clash, the original um, Clash. Yeah, she okay. she moved her consignment shop from a uh, to to the current spot on Fifth okay. Street from a much bigger space. Mm-hmm. The location was better, and she was mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know what to do with these, and so we worked out a deal, and I've been using them ever since. But the there's there's no cable management because it wasn't meant ever meant to be a DJ booth. Was right? it a bar so, or what was it? Uh, they were using it like that, or like kind of like a. a like uh, counter register or something? Yeah, register area or whatever. Uh-huh. So I took on the, the inner side of that curve, uh, which is where my desk is, where I sit, is uh, just like a cable management strip. But if you just look at it, it just looks like a white piece of trim. And so it just looks like crown molding or something right, like right. that. And so that's all you see. But there's actually like a billion freaking wires in there. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So all the like the um, and then, the headphone splitter yeah, runs through there, the and, splitter, the, and then also XLR connections are all like yeah for all our independently mics. hanging you know at metered distances so that yeah. way we can just jack right in. So you see like a, an XLR cable hanging out with like two inches of cable, and that's it, and a little tag that says mic one, mic two, mic three, mic Very four. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. it's pretty great back there now. So it's it's a lot better place to to spend time, even if nobody else is there. Right. And that that was really important to me. And that's been so. my experience with this. Um, you know, because I mean, it, especially over the past couple of years, while I was trying to you know hunker down and finish my degree, like. I mean, we haven't recorded here in forever. I haven't really been working on music that much, or if at all. Um, you know, the the most action that this place has seen in a long time is I got rid of my Pioneer gear and bought all this <laughs> denim stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but, that's about the biggest change you can make these days. Well, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, don't take that lightly, man. Hashtag change your writer. <laughs> um, so... Um, but uh, so on the other side of the wall, so, I mean, we talked a lot about my setup over uh, where my computer is and where the DJ booth is. But, I mean, just aesthetically, so along this other wall. Um, Behind you all and 
YouTube land. Yeah, and YouTube land, it's behind <laughs> yeah. you. Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, in that space, I had three Billy bookcases from Ikea. Again, hashtag Ikea. So, um, <laughs> hashtag sponsor us. Oh, right. One of them was like uh, the longer one. And then uh, the two on the ends were like the CD, DVD kind. Um, so... Gina and I had to have a, a heart to heart about those things because those were our combined CDs and our combined DVDs. Mm -hmm. And when's the last time anybody listened to a CD or pulled out a DVD to watch the movie? I actually did and, and, to listen to the Boys in the Hood soundtrack, <laughs> right. yeah, which which was awesome, right? Yeah. So, um, and then I, I I'm not a huge book reader. Um, I do read a lot, but it's it, it, you know I, for me to go out and buy books and then read them and keep them on a shelf. It's just so like the bookshelf I had was mostly catching uh, knickknacks and um, uh, you know like router equipment and you know, some SSL storage. manuals. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> and, and, and there was one shelf that was literally just. Gina's inbox for me here this came in the mail I want it out of the general area you take care of it and just I mean so then there was of course I don't ever take care of things as they come in so there would be like this pile of paperwork or you know mail that just I whatever so anyway um you know but that, but, it, but it almost went to the ceiling went to the yeah. ceiling yeah so like I was I, I I don't know why it was bothering me. Like, I guess it was fine, but like, it just wasn't, it felt like it was taking up so much of the room. I, so, I liked it because of all the stuff you had on there. It was kind of like a, a montage of things, team Turlington. Right. Right. But now that it's not here and this wall is exposed and this big picture, which Dave, you need to it opened up the room. Yeah. yeah it really yeah. makes the room feel bigger. Just really by does. cutting that thing in half, literally. Mm -hmm. Are uh, we going to quote Lebowski here soon? Like, <laughs> really tied the room together. Uh, oh no, that's the rug. That's the rug. <laughs> Which it, it's funny because if you notice the rug, I don't know if it's in the shot or not, but it's like, in that one, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, uh, all these gray, it's different shades of gray cubes. And There's a story you, behind the rug. Yeah, there's yeah. A st so quick story about the rug is so like um, it, this room is uh, decorated with a bunch of like album covers and Oralex uh, uh, sonic pads uh, to cut down reverb in the room. So, um, you know, when I was looking for a rug, I was just looking for a rug mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. So then like but Gina felt the, the need to have approval on whatever the rug would be. <laughs> Um, so anyway, shout out Gina, right? So, um, so anyway, uh, we went through like a bunch of different like rugs on online, and uh, nope, 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 nope. And then when I found this one, um, I loved it. She said, "Sure, let's let's give it a shot." But when I ordered it, I ordered the wrong size. Yeah, it was like three times the size of this room or something. <laughs> It was so, like a runner from a royal wedding or something. Something, yeah. something. So I ended up having to call my brother who worked for a flooring company at the time. And uh, so he, he was able to take the rug, cut it down, and uh, and then reseam the, the ends of it to make it fit the room. Uh, nice. So I still have plenty of this downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you need a runner for your hallway? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> so... Um, 
So, I mean, but I mean, that's been kind of the theme here. So, you know, cubed uh, shelving mm-hmm. for records, the, the cubes in the in the um, in the rug, lots you know, of squares. Cubes, lots of squares yeah. in the in the room. But then so when I was trying to think of what I'm going to put over there, I know I knew I needed something that I could set computer equipment, you know, so router mm-hmm. uh, switch. Uh, uh, network storage, uh, external hard drive, uh, DVR for the security system. All so there's like all kinds of stuff that I knew I was going to need to you know have on in this room, and um, yeah. So uh, I, just immediately my mind went back to Calix. You know, yeah. so uh, I've got a three by three. It's got the printer. It's got all of that stuff, and then it's got you know some of the, I. I drastically cut down on all the knickknacky stuff but kept the most um uh uh sentimental of stuff up there to include um, voltron to include voltron. and that was probably less than less than 200 bucks right oh, yeah. oh these things are dirt cheap. yeah they're... i think i think that three by three is 79 dollars yeah, yeah, yeah those are like yeah, 60 so. it's something yeah, yeah. my, my five by five is a little bit more i think it cost me about 130 but it's yeah. obviously so significantly I a, larger than bought a that. billion of them i can't even remember right. it's been yeah. so long but then, uh, so then I, I, I also got three of those like boxes that fit in those so that, and like, those are like, so that for all the loose, piece, yeah. all the loose crap that I didn't have yeah. anywhere else to put, was able to, uh, slide it all into those keeps a, a lot cleaner look. Um, and then, yeah, we, we mentioned the canvas. So, uh, shout out to Tony, um, still to this. I mean, I, I don't know that that will ever leave probably top top two or three of all of all gigs of all time like uh. that was uh but that's uh from where i opened up for uh, paul oakenfold doing direct support at mask and um it, who was the photographer brandon urig yeah i mean just amazing shot um i absolutely love it um so i had it put on a uh i think that's a 28 by 36 or 24 by 36 something uh yeah it, acts, it is 24 by 36 i can tell yeah no no because that's like the handstand push-up box for crossfit <laughs> that's the only reason why i'm looking i was like yeah that is yeah so, um so that i to me it just felt more like okay you know we're bringing back the the musical juju back into the room you know it's so. such a great photo too, because the the crowd reaction that you're getting there. Mo and I were trying to figure out if that's Stacy right yeah. there. I always thought it was. So it, it is. Sure it like I said, it, it is now. Yeah. yeah, it definitely <laughs> then, looks like her. Like this guy over on the left, who's like got his eyes closed, but he's got his fist yeah. in the air, yeah. backhand. Yeah. Like he's just like, yeah. he's, he's like that, he's that baby it. meme. Who's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and this so. other cat down here with the hat backwards and his head's down, yeah. his fist is up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. I'm over here somewhere looking mean with my medium shirt. (laughs) But I mean, that, that, that photo really just, uh, captured, you know, that the essence of that set, that was just amazing. Um, there were a lot of other good photos. I mean, how many people get a hug from Paul Oakenfold? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, so, and I've always loved that photo and I always wanted to frame it. Um, or, or even put it on a canvas, but just did not have the room or space to do it. So once I did, then, uh, yeah, put an order in for that and, and got her in there. So it's amazing shot. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's also kind of sad looking yeah. at it now. Yep. Cause unfortunately for those of you that aren't local, um, the club that, uh, this event occurred, um, shut its doors last month. Yeah. Last, last month. few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. A few weeks ago. So it's still. 
still stings a little, but um, that I had the opportunity to be there for a night like that. Oh yeah, and 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 have seen all three of you. You know that that's a special. Oh yeah, image. I remember, I remember when you had me come and play. Like it, it when when did the club open? Two thousand four. Yeah, I was I think say, it, was, it was around two thousand right. and when we started doing those local nights. Yeah, it was like oh five. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So um, because it was a it was a very different booth than what you see in that in that shot right there. Mm-hmm. Remember they they had the turntables the turntables on floating uh, platforms. On floating. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I was yeah. I remember the first time I put my hands on that in two thousand five. I was all like. Damn! Yeah, <laughs> they are sparing no expense. <laughs> that trend continued yeah, for many yeah, years. Absolutely did. Absolutely. Uh, so, Mo, with your space, you um, you actually sent me some information that you did some like what? Can you get into the specifics about what what custom work you did to get? Um, I kind of did like a Franken desk thing. Okay. Um, is it was it like multiple pieces of IKEA? Oh yeah, it was all well. Majority of it is IKEA. The rest of it is from um, Office Depot, okay, or something. But like, good. I was just saying. So what what made you do that? Were you just trying to get a lot of like bang for your buck as far as surface space or uh, is for the DJ setup area? Yeah, that was specifically my whole intention was to get as much uh, depth out of a desk as I possibly could. Okay, because that was the problem I was having was um, with my DDJ-1000 in the flight case. Like, I didn't want to oh. take it out and then have to put it back in and then throw it in the van and then do all that stuff. So that was the biggest challenge I was having is finding something that was deep enough where I could um, put my 1000, <clears throat> put um, my uh, S4. That makes sense because it doesn't fit on my booth. I've yeah. tried. Your, your yeah. flight case doesn't fit you on my booth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so I, you know, and I, my ultimate goal is to, like, have the... Um, the S8 with the the two twelve hundreds up there too, but mm. I, I don't think that's going to work. It's just like tractor too, scratch rig. Yeah, um, I like right now. I just have one turntable up there, and I listen to records as I'm working. But I was having a difficult time finding something that was at least six feet long, but also mm. like the three feet in depth. Mm-hmm. I could find narrow ones, or I could find ones that were shorter but deeper. But I couldn't find the the holy gotcha. grail, and um short of having something made custom, which I did kind of source that, and that was going to be really expensive. And I just happened to, because I guess Ikea doesn't really sell a lot of these, and I was digging and digging through the website and the catalog, and I discovered this one, the one flat surface. It's, a, excuse me, six by three. And um, you can, uh, and so then the next challenge was getting it to the right height that I wanted, because... The one that I did find, they had it just on regular table legs like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit, that's not going to do me any good, you know, again, hunched right. over. And then I found out that they made um, some height adjustable legs. Mm-hmm. And I think I, it goes anywhere from like 40, 46 to like 28 inches or something. Mm. So they're really oh, wow. long. So I was able to get it like right just above waist height. Yep. Nice. So that way I can put my um, flight case on there mess with the 1000 or slide over with the s4 and you know be it you know counter height so i mean it's a little bit higher on the 1000 which is fine i mean i can't have it all but if i wanted to i can go back and readjust those legs you just screw them and readjust them and it actually obviously with all that kit on there you don't want to slide that thing around because tipping tipping hazard so tipping hazard (laughs) or or one of the legs is going to rip but you know you take off the the 1000 with the flight case and the s4 i mean it doesn't weigh anything yeah and like i can actually like kind of 
just get in the middle of it and pick it up and move it around if I had to. So, mm. um, really good choice for what I was looking for because I actually had the room to do it where, you know, obviously you couldn't have done that here. Right. But, um, cause originally like my desire was to go with the Kallax, um, like you guys all do because that's what I've seen. But like I said, the depth just wasn't there. Right. Um, so that's the one, one challenge that I've got right now with, with, uh, this setup is that, um, the Denon X1800 mixer is noticeably deeper. Yeah. Than the um, one that, or than the, yeah, than, 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 the, than Pioneer. the Pioneer stuff. And because of the, uh, the lack of depth in the Calyx. So what I find myself doing is even just to like open the window or, or pull the shades and stuff like that, I have mm -hmm. to pull the mixer out, do all, <laughs> you know, or just slide it towards the front and then I, I can push it back to a more comfortable place. But so, and, and one of the challenges that I've had with this setup is that, um, for those that, that, um, are on the audio, um, I've got the X1800 in the middle. And then I've got um, a one SC5000 on each side. And then on each side of that, I've got two uh, KRK Rocket 8s on, um, on uh, some monitor platforms. Then, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's two calyxes put together in an L shape. So that's facing out the window. And then to the left on the L, then I've got two uh, Technic... Um, 1200 uh sl uh, sl 1200 mark twos so um the challenge there is that if you want to scratch or if you want to somehow incorporate the the 1200s you know it's a lot of body twisting yeah you know back and forth back and forth back and forth and so what i would love to be able to do and one thing that i've kind of considered is looking at um you know another one of these like corners and see like if it would make sense to put one of the corners on top of all of this, but mm. then like, then get another one of these like, um, tabletops to like, put on top to of it, but, then, but, but to cut them yeah. down that way I could like turn the corner into more of a cockpit. Yeah. So you would kind of add a rounded corner to mm -hmm. your, your two collects, uh, record shelves, which are kind of creating a corner now. Right. Right. Uh, at a, uh, a right angle corner. Yep. To turn kind of table, put a surface on that. Actually, when you have it battle style, mm -hmm. the feet barely are barely on, like they're leaning. Right. And there's some times where you barely hit it. And yep. yep. So the turntable battle style doesn't even really fit this. No, no. So that's why I was thinking, like, if I if I turn the corner into a, a cockpit, I'm just saying the, that's the problem that I have. Right, right, right. It sucks because <laughs> then I can I, I can keep the my turntables, you know, turned, you mm -hmm. know, facing forward, but put one on each side yep. and and have a more traditional layout that oh, way. Sorry. But <laughs> um, but I mean, for as much as I get out my vinyl, um, which isn't as often as I do just get over here to jam, mm -hmm. you know, especially now that I'm all in on Rekordbox um, for my library management. And then at home, I'm all in on, on Prime, you know, and import my Rekordbox stuff. So it's like I don't even do um, uh, time code DVS anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I don't have a need for it. So you just play wax or you don't. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I don't play cassette tapes either, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> so I guess to sort of wrap it up, and I, I think if you guys are down, at least uh, uh, Trip and Mo, we're gonna maybe shoot some YouTube footage and do a little mini tour of what you guys have done here, and then sure. maybe we can come back later, Tony, you and I, and do the same with our spaces and, yeah, and put something together. But. Um, is there anything about our spaces now that we've kind of all done some changes to them and and stuff and spent some time in there uh is there anything that you newly hate about the space or you still hate about the space or if that's too strong a term you know is there anything you would change if you could cable management for me is it yeah yeah that's, that's that because I, I look down and i see two power strips I and speaker cable not not speaker cables but uh iec power cables yeah mm-hmm. just you know, I feel yeah. I've invested a lot of time in cable management mm-hmm. in that room, and I've redone like I've rewired shit in that room probably like eight hundred times, like just because like no, there's a more efficient yeah. way, and then I go redo it's it. It's gotta be better. It, yeah, and I've got like all the the little wire straps, the Velcro mm-hmm. straps all over the place, trying to keep it all reined in, and yeah, that's big, man. Yeah, the uh, cable management definitely for me too, because it, it's. I, I'm not super clean about it, but, like, I do enough to, like, as I'm going along and then, like, try to coil up and, and, and wire tie, like, excess. Yeah. Um, it, rather than spending a bunch of money on more cables, you know, that are the exact fit and all of that. Turning it into a nut, man, about uh, that stuff. So, I'm, I'm getting crazy with it. But um, I looked out with that because of all the mobile shit. Right. So I have, like, all these various lengths yeah, yeah. and colors yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and things like that and angles. So I, I looked out there. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it, I think for me the biggest thing is that I just know where I was a little sloppy with it, even if you can't see it right away. Uh, oh, you yeah. mean, like, right over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right there. Um, oh, I was just bullshit, dude. <laughs> kidding. But, um, yeah, aside from that, like, at, as far as the space, I think this is the first time in a couple of years that, like, I really feel, like, comfortable. And, I and I mean, just mm. just since graduating and, and doing all of this, like, I've already started, like, half a dozen new tracks. And, nice. Yeah, nice. Like, I've been playing around I in here. I feel like that's so, like, huge, too, when you're making, like, just when you want to sit down and mix and do something, like, just being comfortable in your yeah. space and the way that it flows. It Absolutely. makes you want to be there. Yeah, yep. that, that was the yep. big thing for my wife is she wanted me to start DJing more and by having all that stuff in there, like, she can hear me playing and right. she and she might not necessarily care for all the stuff i play but she likes the fact that i play right because she knows yeah, yeah. it makes me happy yep. that, that, yeah i'm big on that too because like like i said earlier i spend so much time in that room that it's like i spend a lot of time like messing with lighting and stuff and not just like this will look good on camera like lighting for when i'm spending time in the room mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not being too bright not being too shadowy mm. like all these like i'm getting super picky about it but like i i feel that the more hours you spend in there the more things i notice like that and i'm like eh, man it's just it's always so shadowy in this corner and then it, 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 and then it gets stuck in your head for a while and then i come back in a month later man it's always shadowy in this corner. <laughs> someday i end up doing something about it and over time it just it becomes a place that's like you walk in and it's like a blanket you're just like oh yeah. this is my space yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for me i wish someone out there and maybe one of you guys can make your millions this way or you guys watching and listening is that if there was some way to make a thing to hold laptops onto a desk so they're not on the surface of your desk like with a clamp clamp or something or like hanging off the side or 
that I can attach underneath. Cause that I, has to exist. You'd be amazed. Really? Yeah, there really there is, but like I couldn't really find anything that would work for me. So I actually wound up uh, putting my laptops on my calyx that's next to my desk and just running wires out that way because I just, I mean, laptops you don't really think are very heavy until you put two of them on top of your desk mm. and then you're trying to lift it up. Right, to stand right, up right. and you're like man this desk got real heavy and then i took them off and i was like oh shit i had two i had two seven pound laptops on my desk yeah, that's why hmm. that's why it was heavy so also side note i love how we all say the ikea furniture differently <laughs> it's like yeah I said, calax. Calax, calax you said calyx yeah. you said calyx yeah what's what's your choice particle board <laughs> <laughs> i like it oh and they actually do have ikeas in sweden when i was there last yeah. summer yeah there was one right next to our hotel nice <laughs> yeah all right anything else you guys want to throw in for your wrap up nah no. all right let's shoot some footage of these studios then I'll let's do that let's get our mess out of the way and then we'll shoot footage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that this has been the passion dj podcast thank you so much keep on spinning easy easy